Hi, my name is Scott, and I have read all of the Harry Potter books multiple times. I've seen all of the movies, and like most of my peers, I continue to be a Harry Potter enthusiast to this day. And I'm Becky, and I have never read a Harry Potter book or seen any of the films, which makes me the ultimate muggle. Join us as we make our way through each book, section by section, where Becky will make predictions about what she thinks will happen next. And Scott will try to convince me why it's a good series worth reading and maybe even worth loving. Hi, everyone. Welcome to A Muggle's Guide to Hogwarts Season 2. We did it. We made it. We're back. We're back. Where'd we go? We don't know, (laughs) but we're back now. Welcome to Season 2 of A Muggle's Guide to Hogwarts, where we are exploring the Harry Potter series with the ultimate muggle, someone who has never read the books, never seen the movies, and never intends to ever do so until I politely coerced her into doing so. Um, and I guess we have to change that intro because you have read. I know. You've read a book I'm now. Slight, I've read a whole book. You've read a whole book. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm slightly less muggle-fied. What do you call that? You're demuggled. I, I'm you're step, demuggling. You're one-seventh demuggled. Yeah. One-seventh of a way. Which is pretty impressive. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, So this is season two where we are diving into Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. I really like the cover of this book. It's very beautiful. Like I see this like phoenix thing. I think it's a phoenix and a bunch of snakes. I don't know. I, I I like the cover of this book. Yeah. I think for some reason, I think most people, I don't know if a hard back copy of the first book exists i bet it does somewhere but i've like never seen one never seen I've one? never seen a hardback version of harry potter and the sorcerer's stone we i've only seen check that they have to have i yeah they have to have it i just have like never seen one but every other book that i have of harry potter is hardback except for the first one i thought books usually released hardbacks first and then released paperbacks is that not the case i have no idea because sometimes i'll like really want to get a new book that's out like right when it comes out but only the hardback is available and i actually prefer paperback books like i'm a little rough on my books like they get sand in them when i take them to the beach and they get like you know read outside i don't know like i i prefer the paperbacks in my hands so sometimes i feel like i've had to wait but Who knows? Maybe it's different for different books. All I know is that hardback books are more expensive. That is true. They are. So I normally go with paperback. Yeah. But for some reason, I have all hardbacks of Harry Potter except for The Sorcerer's Stone, which I always find interesting. And I always think Hmm. about that whenever I like look at my books on a shelf. I'm like, Mm -hmm. why don't I have that? Hmm. Anyway, for... Those of you that are new, maybe you're starting this podcast right now and you totally missed season one. Let's give you a bit of a breakdown of what's going on so you know what the hell we're talking about. My name is Scott, and I am, I think, what you would call a Harry Potter enthusiast. I grew up reading Harry Potter. I love Harry Potter. I know lots of random trivia facts about Harry Potter, and I have so many great memories 
that are Harry Potter related from my childhood and even from like two days ago when I was just doing random Harry Potter trivia with some coworkers. It's been a part of my life for almost as long as I can remember. And it's just, I think, a magical part of my childhood. And it's really influenced who I am today and certainly the references that I make with friends and with people that have never read Harry Potter. Uh, but it's just a big part of me. And Becky is the exact opposite of that. Yeah. So I'm Becky and I have, um, yeah, the opposite story where I was not allowed to read the Harry Potter books in my household. Um, if you want the full deep dive into that, you can check out our very first episode and I really get into why I wasn't and what happened at our church and all sorts of things like that. But uh, just to sum up, had a big family that was very into going to church and we were homeschooled. Like you can't, you know, this type of family, like it's kind of what you're picturing. And we were told we were absolutely forbidden to read Harry Potter. And so I didn't. And then I just kind of like forgot about it when I like became a grown up and just never really had a reason to read it. And I also, the other side of this that we get really into on the very first episode is I, I got really intrigued by people's reactions from never having read a Harry Potter book or or seen the movies. And it just kind of like became this like little bit of like a point of identity for me. So I think I held on to it longer than I normally would have. But then I met Scott and he really loves Harry Potter and I don't understand a lot of the references that he makes just when we're like out in the world. And I decided that for him, I would give it a chance, although I'm not committed to liking it or becoming a fanatic. I'm seeing how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> so what we do on this podcast is I thought it would be really funny if I put Becky in front of a microphone and asked her to make predictions about what happens like chapter by chapter in every single book and then read those chapters to figure out how wrong she is or how right she is. So that's kind of what we do. We uh, make predictions. Well, Becky makes detailed predictions about what she thinks is going to happen in every single book, chapter by chapter, section by section. And then in the next episode, we come back and we talk about it. We kind of talk through those chapters Talk about the weird things in the book, the funny things, the things that we thought were awesome or terrible, and also talk about her predictions, whether they were right or wrong. Yeah, I like our discussions where we're kind of like poking fun at some of the like things that are are silly to the things that just don't make any sense or like the kind of like storytelling things that I'm like, why would you do this? That's been really fun. Yeah, it's been a great time. Go listen to season one. It was really fun going through it all. And this episode is probably going to be a little bit shorter because we don't have any chapters to discuss, but we thought we would start with a couple of potentially fun things. First, we want to give a recap, and really, I want to test Becky <laughs> on her Harry Potter and Sorcerer's Stone knowledge because she's finished the book, she's watched the movie, she should remember very, very basic facts about the book. So I am going to walk you through a quick summary of what happens in Harry Potter and <laughs> okay. the Chamber of, or and the Sorcerer's Stone and ask Becky to fill in key 
points of information. Okay, so like to see how much I've retained? Yes, this is a test for you. Okay. Everyone listening to this probably knows what happens. This is a test for you. <laughs> okay, okay. Are you ready? Sure. Okay, so you're going to fill in the blanks. Okay. When Harry was a baby, blank tried to kill him but failed and instead gave Harry a blank scar. V-Dog. V-Dog. <laughs> Voldemort tried to kill him and gave him a lightning-shaped scar. Nice. Harry Potter grew up in an awful home with his aunt and uncle named Blank and Blank. Ooh, um, Mr. and Mrs. Dursley, but I'm going to try to think of their first names. Uh, Petunia Dursley, his aunt, and Greg? No. (laughs) It also starts with a V. Victor. No. (laughs) Vernon. Vernon. Okay. Oh, my goodness. All right. Harry Potter finds out he is a blank from blank. I feel like this could go so many different ways. (laughs) Harry Potter finds out he's a Scorpio from... I'm just kidding. Um, He finds out he's a wizard from Hagrid. Yes. Is that what you were going for? Okay. Yeah. There's some boundaries here. Harry Potter goes to wizard school. It's called blank. It's called Hogwarts. Okay. It's in the name of the show, I just want to make sure that you know that. Okay. Harry meets his two best friends named Blank and Blank. Ron and Hermione. Yeah. Hermione's parents are Blanks, and Ron's parents are Blanks. Hermione's parents are women. No? No. <laughs> well, one she doesn't of them, have lesbian One parents. of them is a woman. <laughs> Hermione's parents are, oh, muggles. Yes. And Ron's are wizard. Yes. Slash witch. Yes. Perfect. During the story, Harry learns that Dumbledore never got blank for Christmas or never gets blank for Christmas. Cozy socks. Yeah. He just wants some nice socks. He never gets socks. I got you socks on our first Christmas together. Yeah? I got you cozy socks. I never get books. I always want books. I've gotten you books. I'm just kidding. (laughs) That's just what Dumbledore says. (laughs) Oh, okay. Harry thinks that Blank is trying to steal a magical artifact called Blank. Okay. Harry thinks that Snape is trying to steal a magical artifact called the Sorcerer's Stone. Perfect. But Harry finds out that it was actually Blank who was trying to steal it. Harry finds out it was actually... It was actually Professor Quirrell because of Voldemort. So I don't know if it was Voldemort through Quirrell or Quirrell on his own. Both answers are acceptable. Thank you. Harry and his friends end up saving the day, but it turns out that if Harry had done nothing at all, Blank still wouldn't have got the stone. Um, n- nobody. I mean, Snape or Quir- or Voldemort. None of them. Yeah, I just wanted to point out how ridiculous that was. <laughs> Harry also plays a game called Blank. Quidditch. And finally, the name of the person who created the Sorcerer's Stone is blank. Nicholas Flamel. Close enough. (laughs) (laughs) 
Hey, I did pretty good. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, those were those are pretty easy. They were you could have stumped. They me, were but. very easy, and yeah. you still got one of them wrong. Okay, so we are about to get into Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, book two, year two for Harry Potter. And I want to know how you're feeling going into this. You've read one book. You are a little bit demuggled now. Are you excited? Are you skeptical? What are you thinking as you prepare to get into the second book? I think I am. I'm more excited than I was to start the first book. I I was a little nervous to like rip off that bandaid. Like like we said, like I'd had this thing that was a part of my identity and I was like it was going to be gone and I wasn't sure how I was going to feel and if that would make me, you know, less unique cuz so many people love Harry Potter and so many people have read it and I would no longer have this thing that was like different, you know? Yeah. Now that that's over, like I can't say that anymore. I cannot say I've never read Harry Potter. I literally can't say it. Now that that's over and I kind of know it's like just not a big deal. Like the only thing that's changed is like I get a few more references now. Yeah. <laughs> um, now you want to read it? Are you a little excited? Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm a little excited, but I'm not like super excited <laughs> fair enough fair enough at this point you know the kids are still really young and i think i'm kind of waiting for a point where i can relate to them a little bit mm -hmm. more okay but i am excited i think you know my favorite part of the first book were kind of like just some of like the clever elements and i assume there's going to be a lot more of that in the second book um so yeah I'm ready. Well, in preparation of the second book, we decided to share some fun things with you guys, the listeners. Because this book is Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, we thought that we would reveal some secrets to mm. you guys and to each other. And to each other, yeah. Secrets that we don't know about each other. Uh -huh. So we are going to play Two Truths and a Lie. Uh -huh. And these are like kind of embarrassing maybe silly truths in a lie mm -hmm. they're not like really hard-hitting like secrets that i don't want to tell the whole world yeah <laughs> but they're just kind of fun but things that we don't know about each other so we thought that we would give that a go just in the spirit of secrets do you want to go or should i go first you go i'll go first okay yeah here are my two truths and a lie in a Totally random order. I once peed my pants in third grade because I was too scared to tell the teacher that I needed to go to the bathroom. I can't read an analog clock. I don't know the months of the year in order. I have to say them from January all the way through to the end in order to name them. Same with the alphabet. Wow. Okay. I think... Two, two of those are true. Two of those are true. I'm going to say, okay, you peed your pants in third grade. That sounds kind of likely. I mean, that sounds like a, a normal kid's story. But what'd you say? Because you were too scared to ask the teacher? I don't know that that's really like you. You don't really like... 
you're not super intimidated by authority and it seems like you've always been this way. So I don't, I don't know. It sounds like such a normal story, but I also feel like it doesn't match up with the you that I know now. I feel like if your teacher was like, you can't go, you would just be like, don't tell me what to do. And you would go to the bathroom (laughs) and pee. And then the, okay, the analog clock thing. I wish that was alive, but I think that's true. <laughs> I think you can't read an analog clock. <laughs> so little faith. And then, and then the months and that seems reasonable. I'm going to say that the lie is that you peed your pants in third grade. So you don't think I peed my pants in third grade. Correct. You agree that I can't read an analog clock. You think that I also don't know the months. Those things of the kind year. of go hand in hand to me. I was gonna originally say that the months were that was the lie, but those two things are kind of related to me. So if you have trouble with an analog clock, I think you might you could also have trouble knowing like the sequential order of things. Like if I say what's the eighth month, you don't know it. Well, let's find out in a second. Okay. So go. Okay, so <laughs> my lie is that I can't read an analog clock. Because That's a lie? I know how to read an analog clock. I know you know how to read one. It took, oh, I'll be, so it took me a long time. I would just say, I think you might. I feel like I was slow learning how to <laughs> read an analog clock in school. Like, I feel like uh-huh. I was a step behind everybody. Uh-huh. And like, even now, sometimes I'll like look at the clock and be like, it takes me a second, but I know how to read an analog okay, clock. Okay, I guess I guess I didn't interpret that as I don't know how to read one. I interpreted it as I have trouble reading it instantly. That's what I was going off of. Well, no, I can I can uh, read an analog okay. clock. You're so. right. It did. You said I the the fact was I can't read an analog clock, and I should have I should have picked that one. But I thought that you have a little. I may have noticed that you might have a little trouble reading analog clocks. So. I still struggle with it every every yeah. now and then, but I know how to read an analog clock. So I did pee my pants in third grade okay. because my third grade teacher was terrifying and she like made a rule that you couldn't like ask questions at mm. a certain like time when she was teaching mm. and I really needed to pee. Wow. And uh, I was just so scared of her that I peed my pants. I'm sorry. That was embarrassing for me. Did you have to like go home? Like what, what happened? No, I hid it. From, you didn't yeah. tell anyone and no one noticed? I didn't tell anyone and I hid it until... How did you hit it? You smelled really bad. Probably. It was, I was in third grade, but I had like a jacket and I kind of like wrapped that around. You know how Aww. you can tie a jacket around yourself? Yeah. That's what I did. That makes me really sad for it's, you. It's okay. That was third grade. That was a long time ago. It just makes me... And you waited till you got home. Did you tell your parents or did you hide it from them Oh, too? no. I told my parents. You did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have. Yeah. I, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. And then uh, the other truth was, I don't know the months of the year in order, which is... It's kind of true, but it's also kind of not. This okay. was like... It's kind of like the analog clock thing where like... It just takes you a little longer. It takes me a long time. And it's easier for me if I run through the months in order starting January, February, March. Okay. But so if I, back to my question, if I say what's the eighth month? Yeah, it'll take me a second. It's September. It's it's August. It's August. (laughs) See, I went the other way. See, this is, I struggle with this. So it's, yeah, if you just say the the number, I struggle with it and I have to go through it in my head. Okay. Same with the alphabet. Like, and I, I think this is true for a lot of people with the alphabet. It's like they have to run through the alphabet in their head. 
Okay. Yeah, those are my two truths and a lie. Okay. My embarrassing, silly things <laughs> that I'm not great at. Right, you ready about, for mine? Yeah, what about yours? Okay. Funny enough, I'm also going to start out with a P one. One time when I was young, like a young teenager, I accidentally peed on someone while we were like playing in a pool. And then how do you the accidentally one, pee on someone? So my next fact <laughs> is that in eighth grade there was a spelling bee and I entered it. Remember, eighth grade was my first year like in public school. And I was really excited. And I got out on the first word that was orchid. Oh, no. Because I got kind of confused halfway through and spelled orchard (laughs) instead of orchid. (laughs) And I got out in the very first round and I was very sad. And my third one is that whenever whenever I first moved to L.A. and started working in film and TV, I was so there's always like food around. There's always like snacks and they feed you, you know, breakfast, lunch and dinner because you're there forever. And there's just tons of snacks. And I had like taken a bunch of snacks because I was not used to free food. I mean, this was like this wasn't my first day on the job, but this was like maybe the first week, like second or third day, like really early on. I had like taken a bunch of snacks because it was free food and I had eaten like a bunch of those like baby bell cheese things. And then I had drink in a, like a seltzer water, which I don't usually do. And I got so sick. I was like doubled over in pain from the combination of like the cheese and the seltzer, like something about it did not mix well. And I was in so much pain and I threw up and I had to go home like lying that I had food poisoning or something, but really I had just like stolen some snacks. I mean, not stolen, they were free, but I just like gorged myself on cheese and seltzer. Okay. Let me think here. Let me think. So I would believe the last one, the cheese and seltzer one, except I know for a fact that you hate seltzer. So why would you drink seltzer? Mm. The first one, the accidentally pee on someone, that seemed very simple. The mechanics, I'm a little confused by. Maybe Mm -hmm. you were like on top of them in the water and then it happened. Mm -hmm. But I think that I think that happens a lot. Mm -hmm. Like kids pee in pools, right? Mm hmm. And the second one, what was the second one? The spelling bee. Spelling bee. I consider you a very good speller. You always, you always correct me on spelling. This is tough. <laughs> I'm going to say, I think the lie is the spelling one. That is correct. Yes. I have never been in a spelling bee. Oh, you've never been <laughs> in a spelling never bee? I've never been in a spelling I just bee. thought you were a good enough speller that I... you wouldn't. I actually don't think I'm a very good speller. I just am slightly better than that's you. That's a pretty. That's a pretty good lie. You. It was like I a, tried to make it, it specific. A convincing, specific story. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, so the peeing on someone, um, and I wasn't a kid. I mean, I was like 13. Like, I wasn't just like a kid peeing in a pool. I peed on this guy, and like to make it worse, it was like the boy I had a crush on, and I was like, you peed on the boy you had a crush on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, Man, some people never get to that part of their relationship. <laughs> I was advanced for my age. We, he had me like on his shoulders, like, you know, like you can play yeah, chicken and yeah, stuff. Yeah. I don't actually That's think we we're playing chicken, but there's like something weird that happens when you get in and out of the pool. Like, I don't know. I remember from swim team, like getting out of the pool and just immediately being like, oh my God, I have to pee right now. I didn't realize how much I had to pee. And he got out of the water with me on his shoulders. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have to pee. I have to pee. I have to pee. And he was like, "Uh, uh-uh, I'm going to take you down the diving board. And he, with me on his shoulders, was running and jumping off the diving board. That's so dangerous. And I couldn't hold it because I was also scared and like laughing and all of it. And I just peed on him. Did he know? I don't think so. I actually still don't think he knows. (laughs) (laughs) Let's hope he's not listening. He actually does. What's his name? (laughs) What's his name? I don't know if he's still listening. I don't want to say. I don't want to say his name. Okay. (laughs) But. uh, He knows. If he's listening to this, he's going to know. He'll probably know. (laughs) So it was my neighbor who we talk about in the first episode, how my neighbors. (laughs) Wow. Wow. So that's a really embarrassing story. All right. There you have it, guys. Two random lies. And two truths from people. Sorry that they were not related to Harry Potter in the slightest. No, but they were secret. I also think it's funny that we structured those. Like my two truths and a lie were very like long drawn out stories. <laughs> mine were very <laughs> different. Yours, mine were like, like five Mine were like confessions of like my learning disabilities. <laughs> <laughs> mine were just embarrassing stories of peeing and overeating. <laughs> Becky, can you tell us a little bit about what you already know? Because Becky has not been living in a box her whole life. She does know a couple of random things about Harry Potter and probably a few things about the Chamber of Secrets. So broad strokes, what do you know about the Chamber of Secrets going into this? Honestly, not much. I think, and I'm not even sure if this is a second book, but I have seen, like I saw like some clip or some video or i'm vaguely aware of this character named dobby who i've seen that like i remember i like saw it and i was like did not like what i saw and i don't remember with you or someone else i was with was like oh my gosh he's like one of the most loved characters in harry potter and i was like Mm -hmm. what yeah and also people have since said that our dog, Theo, kind of looks like Dobby because he has like kind of like big goofy ears and he's like a tan color. Mm -hmm. And I don't like that because I did not like what I saw in that like five seconds. But I wonder if like reading it, if I'll feel a little more connection to this little bat dirty thing. (laughs) I'll give you my thoughts on Dobby when we get to him. But yeah. And then as far as the storyline or what the chamber of secrets is or literally anything else i i really don't know okay so the way this works is i give becky some information i'm going to tell her uh three chapters she's going to be making predictions for three chapters of the book all in a row Uh, i'm going to give her the names of those chapters i'm going to give her the main characters in that section of chapters 
and then I'm going to tell her the main locations in that sections of chapters. And this is so she has some relevant information to go off of so she's not like completely shooting in the dark here. And based on all of that information, Becky is going to make predictions for the next three chapters, well, the first three chapters of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Are you ready for the information? Yes. Okay. So this is the first section of the book that we're going to do predictions for. It is chapter one, two, and three. Chapter one is called The Worst Birthday. Chapter two is called Dobby's Warning. Chapter three is called The Burrow. The main characters are Harry Potter, the Dursleys, which include Vernon, Petunia, and Dudley, Mr. and Mrs. Mason, Dobby, Ron Weasley, Fred and George Weasley, Molly Weasley, which is the mother of the Weasleys, and Arthur Weasley, which is the dad of the Weasleys. And the main locations are the Dursleys' house, Harry's bedroom, a Ford Anglia, which is a car, in case you didn't know, and the borough. Are you ready to make your prediction? Yes, I am. Okay, the first chapter is The Worst Birthday. And I gotta be honest, I'm a little excited about this chapter because I don't know if you remember one of my favorite things from early on in book one was that his, that the Dursleys had given him a coat hanger for his birthday one time. Yeah, yeah. And I thought it was so funny. And you said it's kind of like a, a running joke or a running gag about like how mm-hmm. awful the presents are. So I'm excited to see what terrible thing he gets. Yeah. So it's going to be... Harry Potter's birthday again. He has a summer birthday. It's July. Yes. So he's back with the Dursleys for the summer, which you know how I feel about him being put back in that like abusive situation. Like Mrs. McGonagall or Dumbledore should have figured something else out for him. That is really upsetting to me. Or the Weasleys or someone. But he's back there for dramatic effect, and it's his birthday, and I think they're still probably treating him really badly because they're really deep into this, like, wizard hate thing. I I don't think that they're, like, happy that he's back, or I don't know if he still lives in the cupboard. Maybe they let him have, says Harry's bedroom. So he maybe got to keep his room that was originally storing Dudley's toys or something. Mm Mm-hmm. So hopefully he has a bedroom. He's in this terrible situation. It's his birthday. They forget. They try to find something to give him and like it's like a, an egg or something like that. I don't know. Just something they had lying around. So then Mr. and Mrs. Mason. That totally sounds like a muggle name. So maybe that couple is over there at the Dursleys during his birthday and is like crying into their business. I don't know. Okay, so then Dobby's going to show up. And Dobby is this weird kind of like bat in a toga. It's like kind of like Jar Jar Binks, but kind of like Yoda. (laughs) Um, And maybe he was sent. Maybe this is why people love him. 
maybe he was sent. I'm just thinking back to the first book when Mrs. McGonagall was like a cat or like when all these owls started showing up. Maybe Dobby was sent to Harry to kind of be like a companion or a protector or even like a guide. Maybe that's what the what Dumbledore and McGonagall did. Like they couldn't arrange for him to go somewhere else. So they sent this comforting creature. Mm -hmm. But because I've seen him, I know he's like a creature. So I bet he has to like hide him in his room because the Dursleys would totally not be okay with that. And maybe they're friends. Maybe he's like nice to him and gives him a little bit of an outlet because I'm sure Dudley is really mean to him still. Okay, so then the Ford Angelina. Okay, so then Ang- I'm going to... Ford Anglia. <laughs> Anglia. Yeah, the Ford Anglia. <laughs> what did I say, Angelina? Ford Angelina isn't a car. That's <laughs> I a like it, though. <laughs> uh, so maybe Fred and George are Ron's older brothers. Maybe they have taken a road trip to come see Harry, which would be really nice. So Fred and George are driving because I don't think Ron is old enough yet. And so they drive the Ford Anglica. <laughs> that is so hard to say. Uh, Ford Anglica. Am I saying it wrong? No, it's Anglia. There's no C in it. <laughs> Ford Anglia. No wonder I spelled orchid wrong. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> there you, that was good. That was it. I keep on trying to make it a different word. So they show up and they're like, Harry, we've come to see you for holiday. And Harry's like, cool, my life really sucks here. And they're like, we're getting you out of here. So they bust him out with the Ford Anglia. And he leaves and he goes to the Weasley's house where he, he's already met Molly Weasley, but I don't think he's met the dad. He meets them, and they might live in the borough. Maybe that's like a neighborhood or like a, maybe it means like the country. I don't know. They live in the borough, and Harry goes to stay with them for the rest of the summer, and his parents, or not parents, his guardians don't care because they're terrible people. The end. Of chapter three. (laughs) Thank you for making those predictions, Becky. We are going to see how they turn out in the next episode, which is going to come out in a week from now. We are so excited about season two. We have some really fun things planned. So we hope that you guys stick around. Tell your friends, tell your family, anyone that has read Harry Potter might like tell this tell your neighbor boy who they used haven't. to have crushes on them you might have peed on yeah, tell them tell them we told ours so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are people gonna be mad about what I said about Dobby I, I don't know anything about him yet I'm open to liking Dobby I just had a weird first impression we'll, we'll talk about Dobby okay in the next episode I don't wanna I don't want people We'll definitely talk about Dobby. He's a very prominent character in this story. There's going to be lots of opportunities to talk about him. Okay. Follow us on Twitter or Instagram or both. Our handle for Twitter is at Muggles Guide. Our handle for Instagram is at Muggles Guide Podcast. And I think we should have a fun website up and running pretty soon. So Mm -hmm. check that out. 
We're so excited that you're joining us for season two, and we will catch you next time. Goodbye. Bye.